three, two, one, here we go. Welcome to That Beautiful Life Podcast. This is episode 39 of That Beautiful Life Podcast. My name is Chris Campbell, sitting here in the beautiful Trinidad and Tobago. This is actually the third time I'm saying this because I messed up. Raj, as per usual, I'm talking to the beautiful Raj. The beautiful Roger Bergstrom, all the way in Sweden. Raj, um, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I can just, uh, okay. I'm a witness. It was actually the third time. Uh, you know, you've seen this, uh, you know, behind the scenes things when they're doing like movies, you have this... Uh, that clipping sound take one and it was a take two and then a take three but here we are we're all good yeah you know what no it's great to it's great to be here yeah yeah you want to say no i was saying it's, it's probably because we're recording on a sunday it's like my body is not prepared exactly exactly I, i'm totally off i can feel it it's in, in a good way it's like a little like a giggling <laughs> those kind of <laughs> feelings no it's true we're not recording on the normal friday yeah and we're soon getting into why. Uh, meanwhile, I'm sitting here starting to sweat because <laughs> yesterday we had rain here. Uh, and you will talk about what's up in, in Trini. But yeah, we've had some rain and the weather hasn't been super duper for two days. But now again, we, it, the sun is shining. So apparently mm-hmm. it's going to become warmer today and I can already feel it. La yeah. La. But what about you, man? Talking about weather and, and uh, the power of nature and everything. <laughs> How has your week been? We have some bonus days now, uh, adding to a longer week since we're recording on a Sunday. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So, mine has been, it's been raining a lot this week, so let's just start with that. It's, it's been a rainy season for Trinidad and Tobago. I think if I, if I look right now on Trinidad and Tobago, you know, once I start typing Trinidad and Tobago in my browser, the first thing that comes up is temperature, because that's the only thing I search for in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, oh. So, because I'm always wondering, like, why is it so hot? Uh, so basically, it's rained most of last week. It's not going to be raining this week, apparently. So it rained... Today it's supposed to rain. It's like Sunday today. It's going to rain today. Um, mm. Monday is not going to be rain. It's just going to be cloudy. Like, just sun with some partially cloudy. From Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday... Fr- um, ne- from now till next Sunday, it's going to be partially cloudy. But for last week, it was just rain. Like, every other day it was raining and stuff like that. And the good thing about that when it's raining is that the temperature is lower. Because the average temperature we're getting in Trinidad right now is about 31 degrees Celsius. And here's the thing about temperature is that if it's, even if it's high, it's worse if the humidity is high. Like you need, the humidity needs to be better for you to not, because if it's really, if it's hot and then humid, you start feeling sticky. If you gross, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really, really gross. So our humidity is really high most of the time. And so we need to like, chill with the humidity in this country right now and so usually when it rains things it gets a bit better it gets cooler the air is, is much more comfortable you feel less sticky and stuff like that and this weekend has felt that way like i've been able to have mm. good nice comfortable naps you know uh, one of the the perks of lack of um of of it being too hot and humid is that you can you don't have to take like five showers a day which is awesome <laughs> Mm, good. <laughs> the minute you start feeling sticky, you're like, "Well, I gotta take a shower now. Mm-hmm. Gotta take another one." Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you can you can limit your, your showers back to a normal amount, a regular amount. 
Um, so yeah, it's um, it's raining this week, and during that time, it meant the reason why we're recording today is because we had some power outages um, on Friday. So there was one that was unplanned. That one was it just happened at 3 a.m. as we were about to record, like power just went out, um, which was so weird that it happened exactly exactly as we were about to record. That was the weird part. Yep. Because I was up playing Pez, right? Because the thing is that there's a new update that came out for Pez this um, th- last week, right? Uh, uh-huh. I think it came out on the 4th or something. Was it the 4th? I think it was the 4th. Something like that. So this new update came out, and I, well, obviously because I cover Pez for the site, and I also am a big fan of Pez, I wanted to capture footage for the update so I can start um, working in some videos for it. So I started, you know, I was up that night, like, capturing footage. You know, I was like, let me get it. Yeah. And I was thinking I would get it done sooner than, than later. I was like, okay, maybe I can capture it and then I'll get some rest before the podcast. Or I can do something else before the podcast. But the game did not want me to win the last match. Because it was, basically, they've added the Euros to Pez. And I just wanted to get the last, I just wanted to win the Euros so I can see the celebration. Like, get it on footage so I can use it for the edits. But I couldn't get to win. Like, every time I was playing against Germany and I was playing with England. And for whatever reason, I couldn't win. And it was pissing me off. And so, <laughs> match after match, I'm just losing and losing. And I'm looking at the time. It's getting close to the tree. It's getting close to the tree. I'm like, um, you know, I, 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 at, at some point in time, I kind of lose track of time. Like, I'm like, okay, I need to win this. So, I just, I, I you know, basically buckle down and I start playing. And I'm like, I need to win this thing. And then, out of nowhere, the power just goes out. I'm like, holy shit. Is it, like, I knew we, they had announced that we were going to lose power for, like, 9 a.m. So I was like, is it 9 already? Mm. Like, I mean, it couldn't have passed that quickly. Last night, it was, like, 2 a.m. or 1 a.m. or something like that. And so, when I look at the time, it says 3 a.m. And on the phone, in the notification bar, is a message from you. <laughs> 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 and so, I look yeah. at my phone, and I see this message. Let me, let me open my, my phone here. I see this message, it says, uh, where's the message? It says, are you ready? It's time. Um, and then, <laughs> I'm like, I, I look at it. This is this message actually came in at 2.33. So actually the power, um, actually, let me see when this is. Your message came in at 2.33. I'm seeing, hey bro, thunder, no, 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 this is the different, oh, this is the message here. Thanks, same back. Actually, no, you called me. So I don't have a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called me at, at 2.30, missed call, and then um, I sent... Okay, so the power went at 2.30, and I sent you a message, hey, bro, um, there's a thunderstorm going on at the moment, which caused the Oh, so the power went for 2.30, between 2.30 and 3.19. I thought it was 4. Huh. Well, you mm. look at that. So basically, power came back, and I sent you a message saying, hey, bro, um, there's a thunderstorm going on at the moment, caused the power outage, and it just returned. And then you replied, are you ready? It's time. I think this message came in late. I think because this message says 2.32. Yeah. So actually you call, then you send the message. So the timing when the messages were sent, like when they went through to each other was a bit off on the app. But the app is certainly right, the right time. And then I, I reply, uh, hmm. I'm sure you may have already moved on with your Friday plans. So can we reschedule for Saturday or Sunday instead? And then you said, oh shit, um, yeah, I might be able to record on Sunday. Let's stay in touch and it might um, start an hour later. And I said, sounds good. So basically the thing is, is that we had power outages for in the morning um, at, you know, well, 
apparently 2 a.m. I thought it was 3. Um, so, um, even worse. And then <laughs> after that, I saw the message. I went and I started reading some, some manual or something and I, I went to bed. And I woke up and then the power went out at 9. And then I didn't have power till 9, till 3. So, like, 5 hours of no power. And then my day went on so i'm assuming either the first one was because of the rain that was falling maybe a thunderstorm or something the second one they were probably doing some repairs on some stuff and then the rest of my week was just mainly zoom meetings like oh i've been spending the whole week sitting in like i want to say zoom meeting it's not only zoom like i've been in meetings on on google hangouts and different i didn't even know there were so many different um like meeting <laughs> applications like i just oh meeting after meeting some meetings i'm just gonna put it out there there are some meetings you have where you're on a call with a company and they're, they're, tell, they're, you know, they're talking about their products and you're having a discussion with them and you're feeling great, especially the first meeting for the day. The first meeting you have for the week, oh, it feels good. You sit down, the person you're talking to is full of energy, you're full of energy, you're like, yes, you know, you're talking and you're discussing stuff and so forth. The last meeting, oh, this is your dream. I remember my last meeting from last week. This guy calls me because like, basically I told my last meeting was, um, I think my, I told my last meeting was around two or something. And yeah. um, I get an email from someone saying, hey, are you ready for the meeting? Are you still going to be doing the meeting? I think the meeting was, that meeting was like four o'clock or something. I was like, oh, frack. I forgot I had this meeting mm. today. I was like, I am just not in the mood. I am so exhausted. Um, oh, yeah. Because I was doing meetings all day. And I remember telling this, like, I joined in the meeting and the guy's like, he's like, hey, um, how's it going? You know, um, um, how, how are you doing today? I was like, seriously? I'm exhausted. Like, I'm, I'm just like exhausted you know like because usually i'm like super professional and stuff like you know yeah yeah, yeah. meeting meeting yes 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 <laughs> yeah. i was like oh uh, yeah yeah i'm tired man yeah i am i'm tired yeah and then we start talking <laughs> and stuff, and this this guy is like he's like yeah you sound like you have kids <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay i was like i was like yep i was like it, it's it's been a long day He's like, um, he's like, well, he's like, let's try and see if we can get through this really quickly and stuff like that, you know. Um, I'm gonna just, you know, start explaining the stuff to you and stuff. Like that. And he's going through the meeting and stuff. And every time he says something, you know, I'm just like, yep, that sounds good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, I'm like, yeah, okay. And at the end of the meeting now, usually I'll end the meeting all professional, like, you know, well, um, we'll try, you know, send me an email to follow up with all this stuff, and we'll try to see if we can arrange for a meeting next, um, you know, follow up next week and so forth. I did not end like that. My meeting ended like this. I was like. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were very honest. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was super. I was so like just tired. I just couldn't. I didn't have yeah. enough energy to sort of put on the professional side of me. It was just like, yeah, you're just gonna have to yeah. accept that this is me today. Like, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but it was good. It was actually. It was the meeting went well. The meeting before that one was horrible. Like, I remember being mm. in that meeting. I, I'm talking to the people in the meeting, and I'm just feeling like, why am I in this meeting? Like, they don't sound interested in, in what they're th- in the discuss- discussion, and I would rather be playing Pez right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, oh, I get it. Yeah, not good, not good. Mm. But what about you? You've been, um... <laughs> You've got some interest in it, I'm surprised about. Is this um is this what I think it is? 
What do you mean? Your Yashonas for you this week. What you, it's Yashonas is something that that was like I don't know about. So, um, well, I've, I've been working at Orlando. That's that's it. I've had three days. You know, due to the um, since I'm leaving soon, mm-hmm. uh, it's two months, like June and July, mm-hmm. uh, gonna work. I mean, they changed the schedule, so we are still off time. Uh, so I think that was good. Also, the, the ones, the people that are leaving, which means me included. So I'm working like three days this week. It was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So time off, uh, apparently, both Thursday and Friday. And then next week I will be off. And the week after that, which is like the third week in June, kind of, is... uh, I think I only work one day, <laughs> and then and then the last week gonna be like a full week, normal week for me, like Monday to Thursday. But still, the good thing is that they've. I usually start 5 a.m. and mm-hmm. now I start 6:30, which is like one and a half hour later, and it really makes a difference. Uh, all the hours uh, in the morning or night morning, you might say, uh, it makes a difference. So so that that feels quite good. It, it will make my kind of last. Journey through the work out there uh, a bit smoother, I would say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I mean, I have to get into to, to like a serious part as well. I mean, it's st- still very, very hard to to be out there. You know, it's like uh, sure there, there's a, a few more flights going. That is true. I mean, now from the 13th of June, uh, it will be possible to to travel within Sweden again. Mm-hmm. That is, it's opening up. You might say. Mm-hmm. So that will also bring a change to it. But um, other than that, it, it is it is hard because they are still, still you know, firing people. And, and uh, it probably ends this week. Yeah, so it should be not so much next week and forward. But still, you know, it's, uh, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a group of people, colleagues of mine, uh, are meeting up today actually having like a... Yeah, late lunch or dinner, whatever you might want to call it. But I'm I, I'm not going to go there. I just said it early on because I have things I need to do and I'm not doing that. Even though I would like to, it's nice to because now you don't know. Uh, I just realized this this week, like on Wednesday, I was talking to a girl that I've been working with for at least two years, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just realized, oh, we're not going to meet again because I mean, she's I'm I'm having my time off now and she's starting her vacation, mm-hmm. so it's like okay. You know, and then I am away, so mm-hmm. we just said goodbye, and that's what's starting now. You start to say goodbye to people, um, and that's going to be the whole whole like period, I guess, throughout June and July. Oh, okay. So when yeah, I, when I saw yeah. your status, uh, the topic, I actually assumed that like something had changed when you said working at Orlando. I was like, aha, uh-huh. well, you meant like that? No, no, nothing has changed. Uh, they are still they are still following the, their their lead, so to speak, their program, mm-hmm. their um. Belief to a kind of relief when it comes to the uh, economic pressure that is put on the company, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's a lot of speculations, of course, especially now because I, a lot of people hoped or thought that they were, you know, wait until after the summer to see what's going to happen with other countries and the trend overall when it comes to travels mm-hmm. and traveling. Uh, but apparently they, they, they felt that they couldn't do that. So that's what it is. I have a question. Uh, I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Yeah, no, go. continue. You go. No, 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 I'm listening to you now. No, no, you go. <laughs> you continue. I, I, mine is a joke. So no, you I, go first. I, oh, no, okay. Well then, well then. No, I just wanted to say that I've kind of landed. I mean, I am, 
Of course, I'm not happy to lose my job, especially not now during these times. It's still like insecure situation and everything, and a lot of people are now getting out from other jobs. I mean, I, I you just have to realize you're not alone out there. It's a <laughs> terrible amount of people, unfortunately. But on the other hand, I mean, I also feel a bit. I feel confident. I feel that th- 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 something good will happen, and I will. I mean, I've always been used to to. Um, to work for things to happen, mm. so this is not an exception. Yeah. So hmm. okay. that's the kind of bottom line. <laughs> Life is full of changes. So here's a question, right? Um, yes. Where you, when you where you work in in Orlando, do you guys get like pens and stuff? Like like you work in the supply department, right? So um, are there like pens and and stuff that, yeah, that offices yeah, sure. need and stuff that that is stored yes. there? Indeed, yes. Okay, so here's the thing, right? If you were a different person, right? I would say, you know what? You just basically stockpile <laughs> pens and become a pen salesman after. You, know? you just be like, you know what? I'm just going to take yeah, all the pens. Be. And then after this whole thing is over, when in, when July starts, I'm just come back and sell them some pens. and be like, hey, I think you guys may be short them pens. I'm a pen salesman now. You can buy pens from me at a very high rate. You know, I'm selling pens now for like 200 times the regular rate. You know? <laughs> Yeah, or or even better or worse, depending on how you look upon it, to to, to grab the, the 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 last existing pile of, of alcohol gel that is needed oh. you know, to to oh. and, and then just, sell it for. It. You yeah. just come back and you sell it to them. You be like, mm, could be using some alcohol gel right now. This is not oh the one God. that was in the store. Terrible. Room. <laughs> uh, yep. Oh. Yeah, well, well mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Different ways, different thoughts, different mm-hmm. persons, I guess. But yeah, that's like parallel universe. Oh. Roger, who's like, who's mm-hmm. like a villain, yeah. you know. See, he's not a super. Yep. He's not a super dad. He's a super villain. He's like, yeah, I'm yep. gonna take all that alcohol gel. That's basically yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that a parallel universe, you know, that could be the case. But, but. No, but that's the week, I guess. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, of, of parallel universes, the game I'm, I'm playing this week is 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 a, a isekai kind of game. So basically, isekai games are basically like they're like anime, isekai anime. Basically, uh, the whole thing is like you, you wake up in a title, world. man. Yeah, it's Utawari Romono, um, the um, cool. Utawari Romono, prelude to the Fallen, uh, and yeah, so it's a really long word. Like Utawari Romono <laughs> is U T A W A R E R U M O N O, and the only reason I learned how to say that is because I reviewed yeah. two Utawari Romono games so far. <laughs> Good, you've been practicing. Yeah, it's a tongue record. It I, is. It's like it is. <laughs> I remember sitting there, like the first time I was reviewing the first one. I think it was Mask of Deception, and I remember sitting oh. there on my computer. So, like I'd written the whole script and I'm just like I remember when I wrote the whole review I was just you know like when you write something like you don't need to use the same words so I was like the game like the first time I used it I was like Utsubara Romono Mask of, of Truth blah 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 was blah 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 the game was was great um, it was amazing like any op- opportunity I had not to say it I, I just tried to include that in the script and so but the thing is that during the time that I, I had to say it the few times that I had to say it in, in the title Oh, the amount of the, the amount of retakes. I think if I look back at the original recording for that, the recording is probably more than than maybe forty five minutes, and I only the, re, the oh, review okay. is only seven minutes long. Like the review itself is seven minutes long, but the recording is like forty five minutes or something like that because I had to retake hmm. myself saying Utuari Romono so many times until I destroyed <laughs> my tongue. <laughs> so. 
Utuadromonu, um, Preview to the Fallen, is a prequel to Utuadromonu, Mask of Truth, and Mask of Deception, which are the other two games that have come out. There's Utuadromonu Zen, which is another game that's that's also in the Utuadromonu series, but it is um, Zen is a different type of game. It's like a Dynasty Warriors style kind of um, game, whereas the others are tactical RPGs mixed with visual novels. The first thing you want to know mm. about an Utuadromonu game is that it is story more so than anything else. I've been playing this game so far over the weekend, and I've spent about an hour playing so far and I am I haven't even it's a tactical RPG mix with visual novels I am still in the visual novel sections like I've basically mm. spent an hour watching cutscenes it's basically an hour watching cutscenes <laughs> and there are more cutscenes to come because I am I'm in a cutscene right now like if I load if I start my Vita up right now I'm in a cutscene like that's basically it and that's the other thing too this game is on the, the PlayStation Vita this was released for the PlayStation Vita recently like um, May the 26th was the release date for this game on the PlayStation Vita so could you imagine that the PlayStation Vita is still getting games it's still got a game in 2019 I have to say as a Vita owner as a fan of the Vita I was so happy. Like, I remember when I hit up um, NIS America for a copy. That's cool, yeah? Yeah, it was super cool. Like, I remember when I hit NIS America for a copy, the, the, the PR, she was like, um, she's like, which system do you want it for? PlayStation 4 or Vita? I was like, mm-mm. I was like, I, I don't mind getting both copies if you, if you guys have enough to spare. But if not, Vita me up, woman. I'm going to take a Vita copy. And so, <laughs> <laughs> Vita me up. <laughs> Vita me up. Mm. So she... That's a good... So, so I got it. I got it for the Vita, and the thing is that there are more games still coming for the Vita. Um, Y2K is coming to the Vita still. Um, that's in August. I think that's a game that I think Tim covered that game. I think I'm not too sure. I have to ask him. Um, and then there's another game called Anonymous Code coming out in, in 2021. The Vita is still getting games coming out. I mean, they're, they're spread cool. apart, but you know, so like not every month, but every few months, you know, you get a game. Wow. And mm. so. For me, I think that is great. I mean, for a, a, a yeah. handle like this that has been abandoned by its parent company, that company being Sony, um, the fact that it's still getting games, man, that is that is brilliant. That is just brilliant. So Utuadaromono yes. is the most recent video game to come out, and uh, and I got a copy. And so far, it's it's story elemented. It's it's pretty much everything. If you like Utuadaromono, if you played Mask of Truth, if, uh, sorry, Mask of Deception or Mask of Truth. Uh, then you know what this is about. You know what to expect. Yeah, this yeah, is just yeah. a, prelude, a prelude. So in the order of if you're playing the games in order, you would play this one first. So um, um, prelude to, um, to the Fallen would be the first one you play. Then you would play uh, Mask of Deception and then you would pl- uh, um, play uh, Mask of Truth. Um, that's the order you would play them, mm. play them in if you're looking at, um, at uh, you know, an order to, to play these games in. And it's basically about this, this um, you know, this, this guy, he wakes up in a world where he has no memory and all that kind of stuff. Now, for those of you who know the story of who this guy is, if you've played the other games or, or you've watched the anime related to it, you already know who he is already. So playing this yeah. as, a, as someone who knows what it is, great. I know who he is. But I'm not, I can't. If I say who he is, it's gonna spoil the whole plot for the entire story of the game. Like you'll be playing the game, but you already know who he is. So it, it, some of the narrative points just don't hit as hard, um, per se. Mm. But basically, it's it's really good storytelling. Like the voice acting is really good. Uh, I'm pre- like my Vita is here in my hand, and if I turn this on right now, all right, that's the music. So I don't know if you can hear it, Raj, but I know that the listeners. Yeah, I hear it. it. So this is the, the music for it. And if I hit play... Let me see. 
should play the audio. Where is it? Um, track. So basically, um, I don't know if you heard that, but basically, yeah, yeah, I hear. It, it's um, it's Japanese with with subtitles. Okay, I can take this off now. Um, yes. It's Japanese <laughs> with subtitles, basically, and the voice acting, the delivery of how they deliver the voice with, it's really, really high quality, just, just top notch. They've gotten some really good voice actors, to and that's the thing. Even when you when you like watching listening to some in Japanese, you can tell if the voice acting is, is good or not because of how they deliver it. Like you can feel the emotion in, in the actor when they deliver their lines when they're like. You know, um, well, I am going to like defend my village and stuff. Oh, how could you say such a thing? You know, like that kind of stuff. Like you can hear that, but in <laughs> yeah. Japanese, you know, I can't speak Japanese. So, but imagine that in Japanese, you can hear the yes. delivery as they're giving it, and and I think that's what makes it such a uh, an intriguing game. The only thing is that again, the cutscenes are freaking long. Like I'm just like, oh. I love the tactical RPG um, elements in, in Utuwari Romano games because I like tactical RPGs, but and I like the visual novel too. But man, like 50-50, man, give me 50-50, 50% visual mm. novel, 50% um, tactical RPG, not like 70% visual novel and like just 30% tactical RPG because that's basically <laughs> what this game is, you know. So. Yeah. You will be sitting here for more than an hour watching cutscenes if you pick this up. And this is why I say it's only for specific people. Like, when certain people are going to appreciate this type of game, most people are just going to not, not want to play this. They're going to be like, yeah, this is too much reading. I can't sit here and watch all these things, you know. Um, yeah, right. But I have to say, though, having to pick up my Vita again to play, it makes me appreciate how good the Vita is um, compared to, like, my Switch. Because, like... The Vita can ha- has like Bluetooth support. Like I can use my Bluetooth headset on here. Mm-hmm. Whereas my Switch, there's no Bluetooth support. So I have to say, and then the, having been using my Switch for a while and not using the Vita for a while, I have to say I've come to appreciate how light my Vita feels in my hand. It just feels like a much more a much lighter um, platform. It feels nice and comfortable. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I've been playing this week. Utawari Romono, Prelude to the Fallen. I've been playing other stuff, you know, of course I've been playing Tez, which I mentioned it earlier in the show, so I'm not going to talk about that, and I've been playing some other yeah. things, but not that important, mainly this is what I've been playing, and I'm hoping I can get a review done for it, I have to say hoping, because I haven't been able to get any reviews done recently, because I, I sit down to play games, and I, then I have meetings all week, so yeah, pretty much, hopefully yeah. I can, hopefully I can. <laughs> well, what about Eventually. you, what, about, what have you, yeah. you've been playing one game, that I've played before. I think I've played this with you before, if I'm correct. And then the other Probably. one... Yes, you have. You have. Yeah, and the other one I've never played, but I know what it is. So... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Now, the first game that I just want to mention is Left 4 Dead 2. And the reason why is that on the, the stream on Wednesday... No, sorry. The stream on Sunday, last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a week from now. <laughs> uh, I was about to stream uh, Halo 2 Anniversary mm-hmm. on PC with, with Isaac. The, the, uh, yeah, the campaign in Legendary, the co-op. Uh, mm-hmm. But for some reason, and that this happens sometimes, it's very rare, mm-hmm. but sometimes Steam, maybe you've experienced it, uh, Steam uh, mm-hmm. deletes a game, just yeah. like that. And unfortunately that happened for me <laughs> before we started to stream. I, I mean, I always check things, but you never think that that would happen, but it did. Mm-hmm. So I took a, a quick decision and we just, okay, let's play this instead. And we went into Left 4 Dead 2, we played it on Realism, which mm-hmm. is kind of fun. Uh, it's a bit harder and, and we have these mods that also makes it looks like super cool with all the gore and blood and shit. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. It turned out great, even though it was a, you know, yeah. But we're going to 
bring back Halo 2 later today. We're going to stream it today. Mm-hmm. So talking about another game that you know about but haven't played yet. <laughs> on Tuesday this week, on the 2nd of June, uh, Valorant was released. Mm-hmm. Uh, this free-to-play game by Riot Games. Uh, this kind of cologne between... You know, like games such as CSGO and uh, Overwatch, whatever have you. It's hard to really explain. <laughs> but it's uh, it's free to play. It's out there. You can, if you haven't, don't have an account, you can create the right games account and download it. Um, there's still a few things to do, but it's it has had, from what I can see, a kind of a nice release. I mean, during the close beta, it was like, I think, two million people playing. So it was quite the thing. I mentioned what I did not like uh, about the whole marketing thing with this, like, exclusive um, key thing where you had to watch certain Twitch streams to actually get a close beta, uh, closed beta key. I was able to get it from another, from a subscriber of mine, actually. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to grind like that. So that was a bit fishy. But nevertheless, the game is out now. I'm just, I haven't played it much. I'm going to say I have been busy doing other things too and as I mentioned I also worked like Monday, Tuesday uh, Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, so I, I have been a bit behind my YouTube too so I had to catch up doing the, the kind of regular videos that I do so but I, I played it and I got it into a team that wasn't so good so we didn't do that well we lost that match but nevertheless it's it, it's um, I have to play it more to actually do my kind of final judgment I've already mentioned that I'm not and I think that's the Overall criticism so far from what I can see is that I mean the maps aren't that great and uh, at least not the ones we've seen so far mm-hmm. and I think there's a few options when it comes to settings that are missing. I know I didn't Adam wants to bring you know make it possible to play like widescreen. He has this big screen and everything, but it's not an option there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go around it by doing some kind of 2K thing in the settings, whatever. But it's still gonna be be, be like black bars on the side of the screen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those kind of tweakings uh, aren't in there. Uh, so I gotta come back later and really say what I think about Valorant as a whole. Right now I'm just yeah. I need to have more time in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess that's that's it. That's it. It looks no, nothing. It looks interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm like for me, I, I, it looks like uh, it does look like like Team Fortress, like visually, because it's like it's not very high. Um, exactly. In a way, yes. It's yes. not very high polygon count. Not like any super no visual appealing sort of thing. Like you know, like maybe like a, a Call of Duty or something. But it, it's also got like those the hero shooter kind of um, vibe where you have all these different types of characters who have all different abilities and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I have been seeing reviews for it um, from outlets like IGN and stuff, giving it like nine out of ten. Oh, you have? Okay. But I don't trust IGN. That's the thing, though. Like, I no, I, you should you shouldn't do that. No. I don't trust those outlets. It's, like, I I feel like they're just it, so big, they're not trustworthy anymore. You know. No, no, no. They, they are rushing reviews also. I can mm. clearly see. There was, I don't remember what game I, I played and I also made a review. Could it be in Bi- uh, could have Could it be, what was it? I remember there was one game you, I, you did do a review for that you'd, you'd complain about IGN's review. Uh, yeah, it. exactly. You remember that, right? Yeah, because I complained oh, about one with Pez. They, they, um, one of their Pez reviews was just so terrible and I was like, does this person really play this game? Um, because yeah. I reviewed the game and then when I went to the, the comment section, I was like, they... They did a shit review. Like this is garbage. Yeah. So, and I think most well, people. Do. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. If you if you say to me now, even though I haven't played like 
super many hours. I did play quite some in the closed beta, but regarding Valorant, but if you say that IGN gives it like nine out of ten, mm-hmm. I'm yeah, I'm very skeptical <laughs> to be honest. I know, right? It's not a nine. It's not a nine out of ten. I can yeah. tell you that already, because if I compare this to well, Counter Strike, you know, it's like no, it's not as good as Counter Strike, and uh, then Counter Strike must at least be ten out of ten or nine out of ten. What twenty? And out then of 10. Valorant can't be one, nine <laughs> out of ten. And also, if I think back regarding other free-to-play games, I mean, a subscriber of mine mentioned Dirty Bomb, which mm. I played a lot, and mm. a game that I really liked, and I think that was really good actually. Mm. It also had a competitive vibe, and it was, in my if I think about it now, it was. I think it was better mm-hmm. as a whole. If you think about it as a whole, how the, the whole game was composed and and the maps and and uh, everything. To mm-hmm. be honest, yeah. it plays a bit more different. It's not the the, the kind of. Uh, I mean, again, Valorant is even more me- mechanic wise towards Counter Strike, mm-hmm. but still, you know, it's um, no. I I can't I can't buy that. To be honest. Same, 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 same. I mean, like, even for me, like, I would say even, like, Paladins or, um, or just other games that are in this space, like, um, yeah. like, hero shooter kind of games as well, you know, Overwatch and stuff, they all seem more, much more polished and they are already on other platforms. Like, I played Paladins on Switch and it was brilliant. And I still wouldn't give that game a 10, like, or a 9, you know, but no, I would no, say it's no. better than this, you know. I would, I would call, if, if I were to give a score for something like Paladins, it'd probably be somewhere around, like, I don't know, maybe like 7. Eight somewhere around there, but nine could be. This thing just came out. Like you know, it has bugs. You know, it has something wrong with it. You know, they still have to tweak these these characters or tweak the game. How is it a nine? Mm. Like like just how? You yeah, know? yeah yeah yeah. It feels very. Yeah, it's very easy to just yeah. I don't know if they want to... I, I, I don't know. It feels like, like people put just reviews on IGN. Like, that's what I feel. I feel like companies just... You know, uh, IGN gets a, a piece of money to sort of, like, promote a game. And and that's that's the thing. Like, they should not... If they're being, if they're promo- being paid to promote a game, they shouldn't call it a review. They should say, paid promotion. No. This is a, a promotion for a game that we, we've been paid la-di-da to promote. Because... Not even IG. IGN is not the only one who's reviewed this. Um, PC Gamer gave it a ninety percent. Like, how? What? Uh, like, no. I'm pretty sure if you go mm. to Metacritic or something, it's not like that. Like, if you look at user no. reviews, it's probably not that high up. You know, I mean, this game just came out, and every, everyone knows for new games that just come out, they usually when it's like online multiplayer games, they usually have problems. Like, they're not, mm. they're not nines out of tens kind of games. So no. Basically, I'm not. I'm very skeptical about it, and I'll just say for anyone who's looking into it, it may be something you want to try, but don't expect it to be the best thing you've ever played. Ah, look at it. It's 83 Metacritic from from reviewers. It's 5.7 from from actual um, users. So that's the disparity. You know, actual users of who actually played this game have been giving it um, lower scores, right? Um, there's more negative reviews than positive reviews from users and there are no negative reviews from um from critics and that is the thing when it comes to critics i find critics should mirror the users at least to a certain extent because yeah yeah if if it's if you can't see the problem if the users are like that far apart from where you are it means that you're not being honest like it just has to mean that you're not being honest because as, as a critic your job should be to critique a game you know, I like Pez. 
I, I, you guys know that. Everyone knows, knows I love Pez. I'm a big fan of Pez. But I am the guy that goes in on Pez every year. I'm like, they didn't do this right. They did this wrong. La de da. They should have fixed this Ooh. and stuff. You know, I point out the good points. I point out the bad points. But the point is, is that I'm fair, 50-50. You know, these guys are just, oh, it's brilliant. The best game ever made. You know, it's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah, all these other news websites, IGN, PC Gamer, Destructoid. Destructoid gave it a 70, which, you know, that's, that's more, I think, along line. I still think it would be a 50 or something, if anything. But mm. Eurogamer gave it an 80. GameCrit gave it an 83. Yeah, everyone's just giving it high 80s, 90s, and that is weird to me. That being said, though, Rog, you've been watching, you've continued watching Vikings, correct? Yes. It's true. I've come pretty far, and it, it starts to get interesting. Um, I would say I'm mm-hmm. not going to spoil it. Anyone is going to watch it, but yeah, I am. I am still watching it. It's a lot of seasons, and uh, I'm not done yet. Mm-hmm. But besides that, I was actually, and this is due to the fact that we're recording on a Sunday. Otherwise, I haven't wouldn't have been able to watch two movies as well. <laughs> and these are these are a bit different in their genres, and it's great to to actually be able to give those kind of tips as well. Uh-huh. So we're going to start off with a uh, science fiction, what would say kind of horror drama movie uh, that is called uh, Annihilation. Uh, it's from 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has like a 6.9 on IMDb. I think that's a pretty good score, maybe a bit above the 7. Uh, uh, the director is Alex Garland, and one of the stars, or the star in the, in the movie, is Natalie Portman. And mm-hmm. she's good uh, most of the time, I think, and she's good here as well. Mm-hmm. Now, this is based on a novel or a book, and it's always hard to bring those kind of things live, I guess, if you've read the book. I haven't, but I can just imagine that's the case here as well. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, it's a bit different than some of the sci-fi or, or sci-fi horror movies I've seen. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a bio, uh, biologist, uh, and, and Natalie Portman is the biologist, and she signs up for a dangerous secret expedition into a mysterious zone mm-hmm. where the laws of nature don't apply. Mm-hmm. It's like a phenomena that, that shows up uh, on the coastline, like a, around a lighthouse, you might say, and then it expands and becomes bigger, and things that gets into the zone. Uh, either disappear or and die or just you don't know what happened so uh, there's this team actually like are they five women going in i think well natalie's the biologist and then they have like a um a different kind of of um, <laughs> abilities you might say or or, <laughs> or pros uh in order to, to try to find out what this actually is because they they kind of believe of course it's kind of alien origin and it messes up the, the nature. It becomes very... All of a sudden, you might see, like, twins of, of a certain animal. And the animals are evolving. And it gets, like, a crossover between two two animals. And it becomes both weird and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is a good movie. It is definitely worth seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially since it has this different touch i would say mm-hmm. uh from from what we might be used to so yeah that's uh, annihilation mm-hmm. it's uh, again a lot of yeah it's a good acting uh jennifer jason lay is there too uh if you guys have been watching which i kind of left i left westworld i i lost it when they 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 brought up the new season i mm-hmm. unfortunately they lost the the good stuff when it comes to their original concept but there's a uh, 
a black actress. What's her name? I can't remember now. Tessa Thompson. She, she was in Tor. Um, she was in Tor Exactly, exactly. As, she as she was. is also in, in Westworld. So that yeah. that that is true. That mm-hmm. is true. I reckon. Like, so good. I, she's yeah, the first person yeah. I recognize when I pulled it up actually because I and the the first picture. Mm. There's a video when you go on IMDb. You see a picture of her standing next to some flowers or something, and I'm like, that person looks Ooh. familiar. So like, I start scrolling down, I'm like, who, who's that again? And then I'm scrolling to, I'm like, yeah, ah, the chick from Tor. There you go. So yeah, yeah, she was in Tor Ragnarok as um, yeah, what do you call what, Valkyrie? That was her character. Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie. She was yeah. a Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, it, it's definitely worth worth watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, another movie that I've been watching is called Suspiria. Mm-hmm. And this is a kind of remake, I would say. I think there's an older or- original. This is also from 2018. Mm-hmm. But this is more like a fantasy horror mystery movie. It has, has a 6.8 on IMDb, almost the same score as mm-hmm. the former Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's brilliant in many ways, I have to say. And especially Tilda Swinton is doing... Mm-hmm. Uh, she's really... Uh, she's actually doing three characters in the movie mm-hmm. she's like uh, the leader of the dance company that kind of the whole story um, is about mm-hmm. and we're getting to that she's also this old man which is called Dr. Klemperer because this takes place in Germany in in Berlin uh, at the end of the 70s into the 80s which is pretty darn cool also uh, and she also plays another quite weird and, and silent woman, you might say. So I'm not going to spoil it, but that's like, it's great uh, makeup also. It's hard to see it at first, but it's actually her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a, like a darkness here that swirls at the center of a world-renowned dance company and one that will engulf the artistic director, which is, of course, Tilda then. And an, an ambitious young dancer that comes into the company and you don't really know so much about her. And a grieving psychotherapist. That's Tilda playing the old man, okay? <laughs> Some will succumb to the nightmare. Others will finally wake up. Because it starts quite normal. You might say that this girl from Ohio, uh, this dancer, young, ambitious young dancer, gets into the uh, dance company, doing an audition, doing really well. Uh very early on gets like a or becomes almost like a favorite when it comes to Tilda being the artistic director of the company uh, gets a leading part in, in, in an upcoming um, you know uh, dance performance it's cool it's very nice uh, but then things goes uh, things starts to you feel it's the, the kind of movie that has that feeling that you know something's gonna go wrong and of course it does <laughs> and it's very I'm not gonna spoil but there's scene when, I think that's when she's the, the Ohio uh, ambitious young dancer that comes into the, the company is dancing or practicing the leading role of uh, a choreography that is, of course, made by, by Tilda, Tilda as the artistic director. Mm-hmm. And when she's moving, another girl is like, um, what do you say, obsessed by the movements from her in another... I think it's downstairs, you know, like in a practice room. But the thing is that it becomes violent, so she she's breaking limbs. So it's uh, and I'm not saying more because it's uh, it's really well orchestrated that scene, uh, and uh, it's it's a lot of those moments in this movie. So if you want like a good or also interesting horror mystery movie, then then Suspiria is definitely for you. Um, it's cool. It's, I have to say, it was. Uh, 
it had a different taste. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I am I am very much liking this. Uh, well, I've been flipping through the like the images of the of yeah. the movie itself um, on my computer. There's one. I don't know which which actress this is in the film, but she in the film she's a redhead. I'm not sure if she is. Yes, she is. Yeah, that's her. That's the girl from Ohio. Okay, that has a, uh, that is someone that we. Well, when we get to know who she is, we yeah okay. What is her character's name? Spoil, her character is called yeah. Is it Patricia? Uh, and no. Um, Which character is it? Susie. I, it's Susie. Susie. Okay, there so, you go. So she's the character Susie. I'm just checking to see if I've seen any of the films with that with that actress. Um, I have, I have, I recognized her definitely. I, I don't, I haven't checked like back checking what movie it might be, but definitely seen her before. She's in Fifty Shades of Grey. She was in that. Oh, she was oh, also that's in, one. in Need for Speed as Anita. Ah, so that's that back in 2014. Um, yeah, that's the one then for me. I guess I haven't watched Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen Fifty Shades of Grey either, um, but I just know that that's a film that existed. Um, yep. You know, that's the thing. But I mean, you know, you know, I have a thing for redheads. So, you know, the minute I see that, I'm like, you know. Uh, yeah, but she's, she's beautiful. Oh, my God. The dance. If you want to see, I mean, we're talking young women here being fit and everything. Dance, professional dancers and stuff. So if you want right, to you know, you, that, know, you know, I'm not even a horror person. But the minute I saw the redhead, I was like, you know what? Maybe I, I, maybe I can watch this one. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know I think you will. I, I think you definitely can. And, and, and I think you should do that. It's it's a cool movie. Yeah. In many ways. I, I, so, I've added it to my list, so Good. you know I'm a, I'm definitely watching Annihilation though. Like that one, I'm I'm definitely watching yeah. for sure because it's on Netflix, so it's easy for me. I just have to load the damn thing. Yeah, up. Um, yeah. It's it's it was actually during that year of 2018. I think mm-hmm. it, yeah, Kojima he himself he said this is my favorite movie right now. Ooh. Uh, it was, so it's one of those like I can definitely understand that he likes it if I put it like that. It's it's his alley. So yeah. Mm, okay. Interesting. <laughs> cool. yeah. Um, I've been mm. watching one called uh, t- um, Toradora, and um, oh. Toradora is a is an animation actually, a Japanese animation. Um, mm-hmm. It has an eight point one on IMDb, and um, it has an eight point three on Manimalist. Eighty one percent, pretty much everywhere else. Um, Google has a ninety seven like this show. Um, so, yeah, just to give you a, ge- a rough generalization of what we're looking at with Totodora. So, um, me personally, I would not give it an 8.3 or 8.1. I'd probably put it more around the 7 mark, mm. you know, 6, 7-ish around there. And there's a very distinct reason why. So, Totodora, again, as I say, it's, it's Japanese anime. But the thing with Totodora is that it's a romantic anime, which you guys know I love romance. So, it ends the cell oh, for yeah. me. The problem is, is that the characters do some stuff that makes you think, like, really though, like really, though? like the delivery of some of the lines and some some of it just doesn't feel real or it just feels cliche or like overdone oh, really? or exa- over exaggerated and stuff like that. And it just some of it doesn't fit, like feel right to me. Like some of it when I'm watching it, oh. I'm watching it and I'm just like, like. It's like, for example, the whole st- plotline is about this guy who likes this girl, and um, and then this other girl who likes this other guy, and they both find out that they about the the person that the other person likes, and they agree to help each other get the person that they they like because the guy who the girl likes is the boy's friend, 
and the girl who he likes is her f- is the girl the girl's friend. So they decide, oh, well, uh-huh. I know my friend, you know your friend. Let's make them like. Let's make them like each other. Let's make them like you. I'll make my my friend like you, and you make your friend like me, and you you guide us around, and we'll be fine. But the thing, the way okay. they which they go about it is so stupid. Sometimes it's just like, like come on, man, like no. Um, and then then you have other characters that are intertwined into the story that starts. The more it's more focused on the guy more so than anyone else. Like there's so many characters. Um, like and I mean like lead characters that start liking him a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um. And with the girl, a lot of characters start liking her as well, but they're not like they're like background characters, more so than anything else. Mm. They start liking her as well, and the two of them they they start off the story as outcasts because he has these really like mean looking eyes because his dad was like some gangster <laughs> or something, and he was genetically born to have gangster eyes or something. I don't know how that works, but okay. <laughs> um, and the girl is um she's like a like a tiny peepsqueak looking girl, but because she's so small, people usually like they try to take a advantage of her so she learned to be tough and aggressive and so people you know she's like an aggressive beast of a chick um but she's also got a cute side to her and all that kind of stuff and it you know you can tell like the story is pushed going along to push that the two of them end up together like that's kind of where it seems like it's going because i haven't finished it yet but it seems like that's where it's gonna end where he and her mm. like they realize that their friends aren't a good match for them but they are a good match for each other because the fact is that when they're together you know he cares about her he does things for her and so forth and she cares about him and she does things for him as well and so it seems like it's building up to that because you can see like certain moments where other characters come in and she starts acting jealous um and you can see yeah, right. uh, with other points with him for him he annoys me more so than her because he's very unemotional but in a sort of cold way, you know, like his character just hmm. seems like, like you know, he cares about other characters and stuff, but it just feels like so disingenuous. It's like, does he really though? He says he does, but does he? You know, and I think it comes into writing and delivery. So that's why I, w- I would say it's probably like a six or seven, most than anything else. And um, okay. but I would say what what I really like about it is I, I like the characters. Like I, I I like her. I like the guy. Um, like individually hmm. of themselves, I like them. You know, their friends are like their friends. You know, there's some comical moments. It's supposed to be a, a, a comedy, a, um, sort of romantic comedy kind of thing. So it does have some good comical moments and stuff in between and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it, it feels like it goes on a lot longer than it needs to. And um, and I think that's that's basically it for me. I think I think this could have been done in 12 episodes, and it's actually 25 episodes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of those shows. It feels like it could have been done in 12, but instead it's 25 and... It just seems like they drag all the whole thing of them ending up together, which I feel is how it's going to end. And if it doesn't end with them together, I'm going to hate this show. So if it, I'm saying for six <laughs> so or let's seven hope, now, yeah, yeah. six or seven now, if yeah. they don't end up together at the yeah. end of the show, this is a four at best. Right? So, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. So fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. So yeah, that's basically what I've been watching. Toradora, um, on I've been watching Crunchyroll. So there is that. You guys can check that out nice. on, on Crunchyroll um, to watch. But that's the thing that we usually write about now, Rod. What's that thing called? Shout out for your podcast. Mm, it's a podcast this week again. The podcast this week. Oopity. <laughs> it's a podcast called The Brilliant Idiots. What can you tell us about The Brilliant Idiots? 
Charlemagne, the God, and Andrew Schultz are the brilliant idiots. Join them each week as they explore the issues of the day in a style that's often idiotic, sometimes brilliant, and always hysterical. It's actually Charlemagne the God, actually. <laughs> Charlemagne the God. Actually, the thing is that you would not know how to pronounce his name unless, of course, you actually. Because no. I didn't even know it was spelled that way. I know him because I'd probably have pronounced it the exact same way you did. But the thing is, is that I've seen him in other stuff. So Charlemagne is just like he's like a, a well-known um, radio guy from like BET or something like that. And uh-huh, okay. I've seen him interviewed. Uh, how I know of him is because he's interviewed some celebrities that I knew of. So, like I was looking up at like let's say looking up like John Boyega or something, and mm. he happened to interview most of these big celebrities like The Rock and. Um, Kevin Hart and all these sort of people. So when he when he you you're searching for interviews with these people, he comes up a lot, and so that's how oh, okay. that's how I know Charlemagne the, um, the God. Now with Andrew Schultz, I know him from YouTube actually. Um, he mm-hmm. does like um, like these comical but deep um, discussions about you know like social culture and stuff like that. And he's actually been talking about a lot about this situation that's going on in the world right now. Um, so. For Andrew, so basically, I was I was actually watching some from Andrew Schultz, and then you know when you watch one thing on YouTube, YouTube already starts thinking, you know what, mate? Like, you want more of this, don't you? <laughs> so I was like, well, YouTube, n- not really. No, I just like I clicked on this link somewhere and it sent me here. He's no, 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 no. You don't know what you want. You want more of this. Here is more of this. And so he just kept showing me more stuff from Andrew Schultz and. It just so happened Andrew Schultz has a podcast with Charlemagne, and I was like, "The frack? Well, hello, because Charlemagne, <laughs> Charlemagne is hilarious on his own. Like the guy has some 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 personality with himself, but Andrew Schultz is also hilarious on his own. You put the two of them together, and then add in the, the external element of guests. Oh, it makes it, it is a good show. Like these guys are like." Mm-mm top-notch you know like they they do some good <laughs> some good stuff because the thing is about they talk about like social stuff and things like that in their podcast but then they because they, they do comedy stuff like it like they mix in the comedy and it makes it that much more palatable and i think that's the thing when, when it comes to really hard to swallow pills like really like things that are just not that comfortable to talk about when you mix in comedy mm. it makes it easier to stomach it, it's easier it gets across to you a lot easier and i think that's what they they go for with this podcast so the Brilliant mm. Idiot is currently my new, one of my new favorite podcasts. Like I've added it to my podcast reel, and um, it is on my list for listening pleasure. Um, I was listening to mm. an episode from I think like four years ago or something, or three years ago. They have an episode from 2012, I think, where I um, I was like this episode because that was the episode I was watching on YouTube, but it was like a clip on Andrew's um, on his. YouTube channel and I was like well I'm gonna need to listen to this whole podcast now because you know hmm. and that's how I found it so I was watching Andrew Schultz and that's how I found out about the brilliant idiots um, just to shout out to anyone else who does a podcast on YouTube please start doing your podcast on iTunes as well which is what they do Charlamagne and um, I've gotten their ah. podcast on iTunes which is great but anyone else who does a podcast and have video footage on YouTube and stuff like that please dude put your podcast on podcast apps because people who listen to podcasts they'll be sitting by their computer watching no shit like no we when we really listen to podcasts we are out and about doing stuff so <laughs> fix that but anyway that being said that's our show for this week Rog uh, how about we say goodbye to the listeners we're about um, 10 yeah. minutes over so 
Yeah. 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 We should. We should. We should wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, thanks a lot for listening. It's beautiful. And uh, I hope you found something of interest in here. As always, mm-hmm. that's what we try to deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a good time. It was easy. Um, uh, easy. Well, it was fun always to also to actually record on a Sunday because that's I think how we started back in quite a few years yep. back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Sundays. Mm-hmm. So back in the original day, the classic anyway. Days. But no, it's a, in our classic day, the day of the classic day of the week. Uh, have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful beginning of the next upcoming week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, stay in there, guys. Uh, have fun. Enjoy. Do good stuff. And uh, so good games, the good telly, and all that beautiful stuff. I just joined actually Amazon Prime a bit, uh, trying mm-hmm. their like free week, and it's actually good. There's a lot of good stuff there too, mm-hmm. and I think the price is quite decent. So maybe you want to check that out too if you feel like expanding mm-hmm. your uh, viewing network, <laughs> if mm-hmm. I put it like that. With those words, take care. Muffin and out. Mm, beautiful as always, and keeping what you just said about Amazon Prime, I also vouch for Prime. I'm just gonna say, mm. if you travel a lot, some stuff doesn't work in other regions, kind of like Netflix. Um, but Prime will tell you. They'll be like, "Well, you know what? This don't work no more in this other region." <laughs> Lordy da. Um, so yeah, mm. keep that in mind if you're an Amazon Prime watchery person or whatever have you. Um, other than that, though, um, it is it is weird, and there's other stuff on Prime other than Amazon Prime. Like you get one day shipping and stuff. So. Make sure to get all your root of Prime when you're, when you're doing that thing. Um, that being said, as always, um, you can find Rudge at 40 Splish Splash pretty much everywhere. That's number 40 with a S-P-L-A-S-H, S-P-L-A-S-H. And you stream Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and on Saturday or Sundays sometimes, depending on the day of the week and what you're streaming, correct? Yep, correct. Beautiful. Um, if I remember correctly, Wednesday is Yakuza, Saturday or Sunday is um, Halo right now. I don't know what you do on Mondays. What do you do on Mondays, man? I mean, Tuesdays, uh, sorry. Uh, Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, it's still, yeah, it's still Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Ah, okay. Uh, it's mm. great. That's the really one great. stream I miss. Like, I, I usually like I usually make it for the, the Wednesday stream, which I didn't make this week because I, I had meetings all week this week. So, like, during this, the last That's stream, cool. I was in... A, conference call or some kind of shit like that and then um <laughs> and <laughs> the one for i made it for the the halo stream and when i turned up i'm like this isn't halo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly that was the time when steam decided to not let me play like <laughs> <laughs> when did halo add, add zombies and stuff um, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Well, in the way they do the floods. The floods are kind of zombies, but yeah, never. Let's not going in there. Now. They're called floods. We will call them something. You know, it's yeah. more. is more about the pew pew. So yep. <laughs> that being said, uh, you can find me at LP Gardens, L P G R D I N. This guy does a U. Um, pretty much everywhere. I'm on YouTube and Twitch and all that other stuff, which is the same like Raj. And um, also follow us on social media by the same names. Follow Splash Splash and LP Garden. We're on Facebook, Twitter. Well, not not really Facebook. Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram in those places. And as always, um, we wouldn't like you guys to miss out on any of the episodes of That Beautiful Life podcast. Many of you would like you to subscribe to this podcast on Castbox, Acast, Spotify, iTunes, SimpleDentures.com, and elsewhere. And we're so confident you're going to like it that we're giving it for free. So as always, guys, this has been queued for your pleasure.